0: to coney talk podcast hello everybody hope your weekend is going well you are listening to coney talk podcast a bite-sized show i'm your host alex first time guest thank you for joining and welcome and to my returning listeners always glad to have you back on this bite-sized show i talk a little bit about arsenal game and pick out my top three arsenal players who i think were great in the game and one player who I consider the other guy who just had a poor game and not good enough. It's not wrong to have a certain kind of expectation from this team, especially when we are fighting for every point towards the title. Despite what we may feel at the moment, the belief and hope, and what we have to push on, it's just all that we can really continue to strive to hold on to and really look back on as every contributing factor to achieve something great. Arsenal, we visited West Ham at London Stadium and it was a very very terrible, it was a painful draw, unlike our previous match. I say that because it was quite different in terms of how we had every chance to control this game to our favor and grab the three points, but this was just so much of terrible mistakes, silly instances, and things that just, things that we just shouldn't have done. These are not oftentimes two games are not the same, and I come away watching this game with lots of disappointment. At the start of this match, Arsenal were in the warm up phase, trying to assume control and seize the opportunity of the early stages and it, you know in the game to put up one on the scoreboard. And we did that, we were just able to just grab control, got in there, had a very good opportunity, quick, fast. Goal, and that was very beautiful. And really good to see pass combinations. It was a very beautiful pass combination, you know, on the right with Saka and Ben White. And just like that, we had another exceptional quick pass of play for a second goal. I was just elated. It was magnificent. I mean, just amazing. I, it looked unusual to me though, because on the ten minutes, two goals up, I still had my nerves. It w- it was so unusual, and in just seeing that score. Again, it was similar to our previous game where we were 2-0 up. Again, not the same and not in the short you know, amount of time. But the quick response put us in a very powerful position to really close it out. This was a clear definition of the Arsenal team. Strong start, early goals, having good control. And now the question became, now can we shut this off? Can we close this game out? The team kept playing well and moving the ball with very strong positional flow, pinging West, West Ham back into their own half. We managed to keep the ball off West Ham's feet. We've done that before. We're doing it again. It was so impressive. It really helped build our confidence until they caught a break of a mispass, pass. But we managed to keep any sense of danger away. Arsenal just kept imposing themselves. And what an incredible dynamic of these players where you just can't really define the position. Jesus, for example, just really coming all the way deep to contribute in defense, picking up the ball, Tierney starting at, starting for injured Zinchenko really trying to play that same you don't you know sort of like fluid role that he like that Zinchenko often plays. Jaka as we know him just really swinging in around the midfield area and going to contribute in the attack. It was just something truly remarkable seeing these players have very fluid positions and he made the players the the western players you know have a hard time figuring out who they should mark this is not something new we've done that in the, in the past and it really helped us a lot and uh, i had the same bad feeling like like that of liverpool games where we had this lead and you know we just did things of giving west ham a chance to get back in the game which we did after they converted the penalty and then you know we just lost our composure it was just it was just a bad feeling It all just had coming back and experience should set in to give the players time to reset pick themselves up because they're really good at understanding all that is at stake and how they play for each other. You, you could tell the pressure was on to not have these mistakes, these kind of mistakes happen again. The nerves, discomfort, and worry all climbing back up and you would wonder who can lift the team up to get them into their identity. The cool heads were really on high demand here. Everyone, the fans, the coaches, really just cheering them on from the sides, but you know, it was just really tough. Uh, I, you know, I'm frustrated that we let them get back into this game, really. Not because of the mistakes, because we just, it's its impossible to just really eliminate that. It's how the game really comes. But the drop-off in, in intensity, there was so much that we had just let off, and that was more of our confidence. That's my, and that, that was, that's my reality on the game expectations, where if we drop off the our intensity, if we lose our imposition of our dominance and how we impact our positions in the game and the things we do, it just gives every other player or give gives the other player the chance to come back, which is what we did. You know, we, we imposed our game plan. We executed them. We lost our concentration. And now it just only came down to looking for a reprieve so no that's not how it should be we respond when we take the sting out of the game from the other team and in believing what we've prepared for all through this week into the game what we've planned for these things i'm sure we also that the players also also anticipate shaky situations and they know how to respond we just the players were struggling to do that that was where my frustration really was towards not seeing that reset happen not having to get themselves back into what they usually are known for, controlling the game, imposing themselves, using that possession to get everything back into rhythm. And that's how we was and, and and it came, we had the chances, they were there, but they were not they were not quite present as we would have expected. And that was it for the first half. Then the second half we needed to answer those late first half questions that we had when we let the you know West Ham get back into this game, and also now we were not just showing that composure yet. We had we had our chances. A very painful penalty miss by Saka. I mean it happens, and that was where we could have closed out this game. And you could see now the pressure, the intensity they were just a lot showing in this game, and how we were just really responding to the things that we were doing. And that's just and that's just how it turned we considered the second goal. I mean, that was just very disappointing. It, 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 it was so easy. I mean, you know, everyone not really known who they should mark and the things that we should have done. You could see the gloomy expression on the players. Just a terrible feeling. West Ham, we're playing with so much more confidence and we hadn't adjusted yet. The pressure had us kicking the ball out all for it to come right back into our half. We were just again showing that we didn't have that composure. We kept looking to get our spark. Struggling to find it, trying to create things, but it just was not happening in the in the momentum that we should we, we were trying to build and create it just it just didn't happen and and we did all we could. We just kept trying to work out something to get back the lead, grab the control of the game It was a good change, bringing you know Jorginho to replace party. I could see how he tried to steady the pressure coming through the middle but it was not like in a very consistent manner and it wasn't just him. Arsenal kept trying to string up something, but it wasn't looking promising. And then on our end, Tierney just had a very crucial block out of Bowen's shot on goal. It could have gone in, but I'm still glad that's not how the story went. Now we're still looking like we could lose this game more so than even leaving with a draw. So things started changing so quickly. They had their chance, I and mean, it surely was all unpleasant all through for Arsenal. All passes were not effective in attack, too many breakdowns. We had chances to make it happen, and there was just a bit of end-to-end in attempts to grab a win. So West Ham, as they started off thinking they were really out in this game, were now trying to fight and win this game. And that's just how the story goes. It's, it's the dynamics of this game. It's It, it just... The chances, the good chances that West Ham had really made things so terribly, terribly uncomfortable for us. But there wasn't. And we didn't have the build up when we tried to do a lot towards the end of the game to load up in West Ham's box. And that's all the efforts until it was the whistle. That's just a real summary of this draw. Such a terrible outing and how we started off and everything just changing into very bad misfortunes. Onto my top three performers. First player, Odegaard, a suitable game for the captain to play in very tight spaces, which we know he does. Quick feet, good dribbling, and so easy to just glide into the box. And and the formation that they presented gave him that opportunity to do a lot of that. He was able to go around, the, stay on the edges and you know get to the back line, adding to the attack, which was very evident with the goal that he scored. I think Odegaard played well, creating chances. Until he just, we just had to change things up. Uh, second, my second player, Tierney. He's his defensive effort and contribution to the attack was good. In fact, this was a game I'm glad he started because Bowen did did didn't do a lot until the team started getting their composure and gaining confidence to do a lot in our attack. So he did a lot to control Bowen, sorry, and neutralize his speed, which he had and did affect the game later in the later stages in the second half and they were really struggling to look to recover which Tierney helped to do from a defensive standpoint with the fast breaks that they had his crucial you know block on the shot attempt by Bowen could also have been one of the reasons why we had those points there were so many others but this was a clear defensive block that contributed a lot so for him he played well as expected and it was good to have him you know start for us here My third and final player, Martinelli, great assist and goal and causing the most impact and attack for the most part of our forward movement. His penetration in the box was good. It was really effective, you know, really, you know, interchanging with Jesus. We should have converted more of the chances, and those key crosses did come from him. So he really had a good game, made some more attempts. I mean, I didn't really see much of his own shot on goal. He just probably had one, if I recall. But then the things that he did, you know, helped show out for him as a good game today. Now, for my other guy, Thomas Party, he was just the start of a lot of our bad choices and mistakes. There is no escaping mistakes as I've said earlier, but there's a lot we should see from the more experienced players and he's one of them. It was just a poor performance from Thomas Party. There was really he's usually one of our really steady players and he just didn't do that. He just disappointed. It was just sad that when we had this lead there was no reason at all not intentionally to put ourselves in this in this situation but just using more you know I- intelligence or like thoughtfulness and certain things and how to just manage it was what we expected and we just didn't do that so that's how everything turned out and all it turned out to be for us was a draw and really unfortunate as i as i just imagine most of us would feel But I want to say a few things here that there's a number of things that I realize meant now as much as we need our firepower up front a lot of that is possible with our playmakers in the middle and especially at the back if you didn't realize what Zinchenko's absence is and how much he contributes as a real playmaker from the back now you probably do in so many more ways than one because Missing him, missing one player like Saliba out of the game is okay to manage for a few few weeks or so. But two, not having Saliba and Zinchenko off the team, it is a lot to handle. And the adjustments to have the replacements in there is okay. But there are certain situations like this where we have to struggle to hold a lead, keep a lead, or go in front of a lead is how hard things can really be and the kind of positions that we put ourselves like this. So there is so much to be thankful for on, on the good players that we have, and now hoping that these other impactful players that we have do more to really contribute. But again, these are just observations that I'm sure we have, but we, we know, but it's very clear to see as this game being an example, the pressure couldn't be higher. When What I would say to Arsenal fan base is to look at the belief and keep it as strong as before. What we put out to affect the players will surely add to achieving something credible of a title. Negativity is just so easy and attractive to go to and have. It's just what normally is, is what is expected, but I would challenge us to just let's hold on to the strong path, which is undoubtedly hard and as to look towards the positives of things that we've done. You know, we've done it so far. It wasn't by luck. We've done everything, including the fans, to really stand behind them. So let's continue doing that. These few outcomes of games doesn't should not and will not define us. So let's continue to think about it that way and block out everything else that comes that you, you would expect to have other people jump into. Odegaard, Tierney, and Martinelli are my top three players, and Party, the other guy today, And with that, folks, I'll leave you here for now. Talk to you all later. Take care.